0: Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. God, 2020's been a miserable year. I mean, the pandemic, economic ruin, the crazy U.S. election which featured an impeached president, and it's not over yet, Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash, the death of George Floyd, murder hornets arriving in North America, swarms of locusts descending on Africa, There were so many hurricanes that they ran out of names. The Olympics were postponed, out of control wildfires in both North America and Australia. And we lost more musicians, Neil Peart, Eddie Van Halen, Spencer Davis, and dozens of others. So yeah, it has been rough. What we need is something to remind us of the before times, the better times, the times when we could count on certain things always being there. A time when we could just turn it up, rock out, and forget all the bad stuff. That something has arrived. An event that shows us that things can turn around even when it looks hopeless. Is the return of ACDC. This is the ongoing history of new music podcast with Alan Cross. Welcome to a special edition of the Ongoing History of New Music. I'm Alan Cross, and I don't do a lot of these special edition programs unless there's something really special to talk about. And since we've been living under the hell that is COVID-19, I really believe that a new ACDC album is something that deserves special mention. And I'll explain why. Let's not forget that ACDC went through their own hell. The death of co-founder and rhythm guitarist Malcolm Young, Brian Johnson's hearing problems that threatened And career, bass player Cliff Williams' retirement, drummer Phil Rudd's weird legal issues involving a murder threat and drug charges. It looked like ACDC was finally done. Except they weren't. And now they're back. ACDC has been down before. Just think back to the death of Bon Scott. Then they came back. But then a few years ago, things were at a point where things were very, very bleak. I mean, it was cool to see Axl Rose sub in for Brian Johnson in 2016 to fulfill those concert dates after Brian's ear stopped working. But that was hardly proper ACDC because if you look at the rest of the band, we were down to just Angus Young and Cliff Williams for those dates. And once those dates were done... Cliff said, that's it, I'm out, I'm retiring. So it was just Angus. But there was some unfinished business as far as Angus was concerned after his brother Malcolm died of causes related to dementia, something that he was diagnosed with in 2014. Angus wanted to pay tribute to Malcolm with at least one more project. Now the Rocker bus lineup is back together. There's Brian and Cliff and Angus, drummer Phil Rudd, and Stevie Young, Malcolm's nephew. I had a chance to talk with Brian and Cliff about the new record called Power Up and how the band managed to bring it all back. With, with all this, with, with your hearing problems, you know, Malcolm's gone, everybody's scattered about, did anybody ever sit down over a beer and say, okay, lads, that's it, we're done, we're over?
1: We don't speak like that. It's not in our language to say it's all done. I mean, we knew it was pretty much, you know, that was it, but I think all felt We'd had a pretty good ride, you know. We'd would all, we'd, you know, had a pretty good journey together. You know, you couldn't ask for much more. I was sixty-eight, for God's sake. You know, that's, that's past retirement age, anyway. And uh, you know, I just thought, well, you know, you shouldn't complain. Nothing terminal. But it's amazing. About it, a year after that, it was Angus who reached out to us, Lordy Cliff.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. And, uh, you know, just going back to your, your, you know, sit down and have a conversation about this is it, you know, I mean, I was done, but uh, that was someone else, you know, and uh, and then Ang reached out uh, after about a year and said, we want to do do something with Malcolm in mind, you know, so uh, we obviously all wanted to do that, you know, so, so we, we all went for it, there was no discussion about then about not doing it even so we went to the Vancouver and did the uh, did the album like a controlled sound environment as you know uh, so for Brian it was very doable uh, and then we moved it to the next step to see playing live how that would be and that went very well
0: when did this rocker bus lineup get back together because there were rumors about you guys working at the warehouse studio in Vancouver, but nobody really could confirm it except some guy who had a window overlooking the studio and said he saw you and
2: Brian and Phil coming and going. Yeah, was, well, I, they didn't see me going. I, the boys would go out for a smoke on the balcony. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I, I quit smoking at that point, so I never got snapped. Uh, but it was the rest of the guys were, were, were picked up, you know, so I, a
0: bit of nonsense, really. Here's the first single from Power Up. It's Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark, the first single from Power Up, the first ACDC album in six years, and frankly, an album a lot of fans thought they would never ever see. Let's get into Brian's hearing problems. This is something that started in Canada, Winnipeg, to be specific. I heard that this all began when, after you played a show in Winnipeg, it was damp and cold and wet, and then you got on a plane, and then something went wrong.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was just unfortunate. You know, We, we, we played it. it was horrible, the weather. You know, I remember that night, and uh, I, I think Angus already had a bit of a virus, or a flu, you know, but, you know, and then I, I, I sort of came to court and well, out there. I mean, it was... We were idiots, you know. We were out there in the rain, you know, like, yeah, my bollocks. Anyway, I caught a bad flow and what happened basically was we got straight on the plane after the show, run ran to the plane, and we had I think it was two and a half hour flights to Vancouver. And um and it was just after that my ears wouldn't pop, you know, and I thought oh, it's just something that, you know, it was it was bad stuff, you know, which after about two months, when we we're in Australia, I mean, yeah, still hadn't popped. So there was a good doctor down there and uh, I went to see him and he just said, well, we're going to have to operate immediately. And I went, oh, that's fun. You know, we're starting to get, we're doing a gig in about eight days. And when I got up, in, he told us the start of the worst, you know, he said uh, that the stuff crystallized behind your eardrums and it was just eaten away at it and uh, it caused considerable damage it started got steadily downhill from there till it was almost impossible to function in the job
0: well first of all Brian I'm, I'm glad you can hear me uh, what miracles did the doctors pull off
1: that was the technology that took over you know the doctors uh, who was an amazing man tried to get in touch with me to you know he wanted to tell me about what he'd been working on and he he was the real deal it wasn't some uh, it wasn't some idiot Uh, and he came down and worked with me for a first of all for a couple of days Stephen Ambrose is his name and we worked for two days and then we worked together for about two years you know coming down every couple of months with his new make this thing he miniaturized this device he had and and we worked at it so we wouldn't lose sound quality. And it it turned out it, honestly, I was very lucky it came along, especially when I needed it. You know,
0: this is the second single from Power Up. It's Realize. ACDC and Realize, the second single from the Power Up album, which by the way, is the 17th album from the band. This is a band that has always seemed to have an endless supply of guitar riffs. And that was all Angus and Malcolm. And when we come back, a little lesson on how to write an ACDC song. This is a special ongoing history show looking at what is, and let's face it, the resurrection of ACDC. Like I said, this band has been a riff machine since they started in 1973. Between Angus and Malcolm Young, you would be very hard pressed to come up with two guys responsible for more iconic guitar riffs in the history of rock and roll. So, h- how do they do it? How does an ACDC song come together? Is it the riff first or the
2: lyrics first? I'd say the riff. What do you say, Jonah? It's Usually the riff,
1: and uh, you know they have usually got a title of boys, and then uh, you know we get. We just get it together and try. It's it's very important in a they say record that the the chorus line is strong, like right? thunderstruck. Uh, any of them, actually. It's it's a process that just sort of is sadc. Like right? I don't know. It just works. You know, we're coming with bits and pieces. Like right? Brenda will come up with me into the singing uh room and you just tell me to uh try things out you know uh, try this uh, you know say that in the verses and we'll do it and we'll try it and we'll say the best way where the where the lyric can kick kick a line just like a drum. If you listen to a lot of the ACDC vocals, the, the vocal is basically part of the rhythm section that is like each line kicks and kicks. And it's uh, it all works, you know, together in this thing. It's it's not magic. It's just five guys who produce this fabulous noise, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's just it's. I like it. <laughs>
0: Back to the new album "Power Up" for a second. This is the third album produced by Brendan O'Brien, who is Pearl Jam's favorite producer. He first came on board back in 2008 for the Black Ice album, and then he was with the band for Rocker Bust in 2014. So obviously, there's some kind of chemistry between him and the band. But what is it? What was it like working with Brendan O'Brien? I mean, you had he was with you back in 2008. What is it about him that works so well with ACDC?
1: He's uh, he's He's just an up guy, he likes her he likes the music, he likes the boys, you know, we've got a good rapport with him, you know, he's uh, he's, he's a man that you respect because he can, he can play just about any instrument, he understands the music, he brings uh, like a positivity to the whole thing, you know, just this wonderful get up and go, you know, let's do it, nothing's impossible, you know, just this urgency. Uh, about him, um, it, but it's relaxed, you know, in a way. It's just, he's so easygoing, and, but he knows what he wants and he knows what the band should wear. And he loved Malcolm as well, and and he understood that this album was for Malcolm, a tribute to Malcolm. And he, just like us, really wanted it to be something special. And he, I don't know how he does it, but he transfers that excitement that we felt being back together again under the vinyl You know, he's one of them special blokes of guys that can do that, wouldn't you say a clip? You know, he just hey, he, he sort of draws not just yeah. the sound, but the yeah. way you're feeling. Yeah. Puts it down there. it's magic, I don't he doesn't make.
0: All right, let's see if we can hear any of that in this song. It's called Rejection. Rejection from Power Up, the new ACDC record, which is out now. When we come back, we have to deal with some uh, unpleasantness. But it's all part of the story of the ACDC resurrection, and we gotta tell it. You'll see what I mean in a minute. This is a special ongoing history of new music that looks at the return of ACDC, something a lot of people, including me, thought we would never see. Here's what they had to overcome to make this new record called Power Up. First of all, there was Malcolm Young's health issues. He was the co-founder, rhythm guitarist, and backup vocalist. At the end of the Black Ice tour, he was diagnosed with lung cancer, but they caught it early and the surgery was successful. But then there was a heart problem, which required a pacemaker. Again, that worked. Then in the spring of 2014, it was announced that Malcolm would be taking a break from the band because of poor health. The initial assumption among many was that this had something to do with his cancer reoccurring or maybe a worsening of his heart problem, but it was neither. At age 61, Malcolm was diagnosed with dementia, the debilitating and heartbreaking brain disease. He'd started having memory issues as far back as the Black Ice Tour in 2008, and things continued to deteriorate. By September 2014, he was in a nursing home. When the band convened to record the Rocker Bust album, Malcolm was unable to participate. But he was lucid enough to tell everyone else in the group that ACDC was to continue on no matter what his situation was. And he was still able to occasionally help Angus with song ideas. We'll get back to him in a second. Then we have drummer Phil Rudd. He ran into all kinds of problems. He'd already left the band once in the early 1980s and had relocated to New Zealand. That's where he ran a helicopter company, worked as a farmer, and owned a restaurant. Then, in 1991, there was a reconciliation with the band, and he was back in. But in November 2014, a couple of months after Malcolm was placed in the nursing home, police raided his home, and Phil was arrested on a murder-for-hire rap, as well as meth possession. Okay, this this requires a little bit of explanation. Phil had been the drummer on all but three ACDC albums, he also had a side solo project called Head Job. Head Job released an album in 2014, but Phil was so angry at a personal assistant at how the record was promoted, I guess he didn't do very well, that Phil allegedly threatened to have this guy and his daughter killed. Okay, not good, obviously. In 2015, he was sentenced to house arrest and fined over $100,000, which meant he couldn't tour with the band for Rocker Bust. Plus, he had to pay almost another 100 grand to some employees he stiffed at his restaurant. Okay, back to him in in a second. In 2016, Brian Johnson's hearing problems began, forcing him off the road. This is when Axel Rose was drafted in. Once that tour was over, bassist Cliff Williams, as we've heard, decided to retire. Then came 2017. George Young, the oldest of the Young brothers and a guy deeply involved in Australian music, died at the age of 70. So that was one thing. Three weeks later, Malcolm died as a result of complications from his dementia. Okay, so we're we're done, right? No, no more ACDC. Well, no. There's something about meeting up at an old mate's funeral that brings clarity to a situation. Angus, Brian, Phil, and Cliff all got together at Malcolm's funeral. Now remember, at this point, three of them, Brian, Cliff, and Phil, were former members of ACDC. But They got to talking. Brian had been receiving treatment for his hearing problems, and they seemed to be going okay. Phil had sorted out his issues thanks to some therapy. Cliff missed being in the band, so he was up for almost anything. And Angus, well, he and Malcolm had some unfinished business. Are there any of Malcolm's parts on this record?
2: No, no, not that he played. Uh, Stevie played all of the, the parts that Malcolm would have played if he were there. But you look at the
0: liner notes, and you see that every single song is credited to Malcolm, at least, uh, well, he's a co-writer with Angus.
2: Yeah, well, that's because Angus and Malcolm, whenever we were off the road, they were writing. They were together every day, uh, putting down ideas. uh, And uh, so they, they had a massive pool of stuff to draw from, which Angus did. So when he came, when we all got together for this album, He'd gone through everything and picked 12 ideas that he thought would be would make a good album and brought them to us. So they are essentially Malcolm and Angus's ideas work
0: together. Sure. So this is stuff that Malcolm had a say in creating. Yes. So no wonder the album's dedicated to him. Oh, because- yeah.
2: Also, not just that. I mean, we were together for over 40 years, you know, it's not just I mean, it's, when you're with someone that long and you're losing, uh, you know, you want to do something. Where did you play live? In in uh, Amsterdam. We went there to shoot a video for the uh, Shot in the Dark uh, track. And while we were there, and it was all the band, you know, the original band that was closest we can damn well get it uh, together. And we, so we thought, well, we'll try some rehearsals. We, we spent about a couple of three weeks uh, rehearsing. Yeah. Um, and it gave Brian an opportunity because we put the full back line. So it was, it was battle conditions uh, sound-wise uh, to see how he, he was. And it worked really well for him.
0: Here's another one of those songs from Power Up that Malcolm had a hand in creating. This is called Through the Mists of Time. Through the Mists of Time from Power Up, the new album from ACDC. Here's more from Brian and Cliff. This, this is a really weird time to release an album, given that we have absolutely no idea when we'll get back to live performances. How do you see things shaking
2: out in the near and long-term future for ACDC,
0: given what we're dealing with?
2: Well, we don't know. That's the unfortunate thing. We'd love to go play some stuff, some live shows. We'd love to do that, but we can't. So I think, uh, you know, Sony was instrumental in, in the timing of the release. And I, God bless them, I think uh, it, was, it is a good up, uh, you know, d- uh, towards the end of it. So, um, but we just don't know. I mean, God, hopefully next year we can get back to some live stuff. But right now we can't even, you know, try and plan anything.
0: You've, uh, you know, things have changed so much with the, with the music industry. Um, you know, you think back to where things were in 73, then eighty, eighty five, 85. And then now you're, you used a Dodge commercial to get the early word out on the album. And if you dig into the liner notes, you'll see that there's a 30-second TikTok clip for Shot in the Dark. I mean, <laughs> this things have changed a lot, haven't they?
2: No doubt. Yeah. Got to do it how you can. I mean, Sony have been fantastic with this, uh, the whole approach to releasing little bits, little snippets, trying yeah. to be exciting. just something up, for God's sake. They've done su- such a good job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they've done brilliant. I, I, I think, you know, the, uh, even my pals and... Yeah and in England I go, what's happened next? What's happened next? Have you got the other bit of this song? And I'm like, Yeah, you're not getting it. You've got to wait, you know. The build up this wonderful wait and see uh thing about it. it and it it it's just exciting. It's, it's uh, you know, it gives you something else to think about than the regular poo that's on a TV. And I think they've done brilliant.
0: i love when the posters started showing up in weird places. It's like what does this mean? This is a clue. This is a clue. Something's, something's happening. Really, after all this time, something's happening. Well, what is it? What could it be?
1: Well, I was in London. I was in uh, the back of a cab in London driving, getting driven home or something, some dinner. Or something. And I looked up in St. Paul's Cathedral. And there on top of St. Paul's Cathedral was the lightning bolt, not the vault. I went,
2: That's bloody awesome. hell. And
1: then it went off and then it was ACDC. And then the lightning bolt. I went, Jesus. Then we come down to, to Marble Arch and there it was again on Marble Arch and I went, holy Are I'm being taken over. I'm in the band and I didn't know that <laughs> this was happening. I mean, the, the South Bank cliff, you know, yes. the South Bank, the theatre, right yeah. across. You no. can see everything from the embankment and I'm driving, shit. no, I'm if, if I didn't know what was happening, I'd feel a bit scared, you know with the, you know, with the virus and all of this, and you know, nah, 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 the end is night.
0: Another new track. This is Kick You When You're Down. down kick You When You're Down from ACDC's new one, Power Up. I have this theory that the world needs a new ACDC album right now more than ever. Uh, because, you know, things are so weird uh, that you're actually performing a couple of functions. First of all, A, you're a reminder of the way things were in the before times, before all this hit. And B, you're kind of like comfort food. So whatever may happen anywhere on the planet, we can count on ACDC being ACDC. So I think you're actually performing a really important public service just by being you. Oh, Oh, good. (laughs)
1: Well, it's that's nice of you to say, me son. You know, I, I've been trying to figure it out myself. You know, we've often talked about, you know, like the wonderful fans uh, that follow her who've been with her for forty years and, and beyond, and and they're still there, and they drag other fans with them until it grows this wonderful, this wonderful thing. But I think it's what makes people happy is it's the music itself. It's it's so bloody honest. The, uh, there's no theories about it behind it. There's, there's, there's no sides to it. There's uh, there's no hidden message. There's no directive. It's nothing. You know, it's just, it's just honest. And, uh, and, you know, in this day and age, you know, honesty is a rare commodity. It really is. That might be part of the thing that people are going, oh, thank God. You know, get me head away from politicians and Come the virus. God. And... <laughs>
0: Well, I'm very glad to have you guys back. Uh, I have been with the band since sometime in the 1970s. And like I said, if the world goes to hell, at least there's an ACDC record to play us out.
1: Fantastic. Wow. We start. That's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Like I said at the beginning, 2020 has been awful. But this is where music can be so important. It can transport us away from our troubles, our fears, and the uncertainty of the future, even if just for a moment. We turn to, we depend on, bands like ACDC to give us a little respite. And when you look at their story, it gives us a little bit of faith. If you're down, there's still a chance to get up. Thanks to Brian and Cliff for taking the time to talk. Thanks to everybody at Sony Music for sorting things out. Power Up is now available in everything from a stream to digital downloads to all kinds of physical editions. Oh, uh, Angus says that there's still a whole bunch of ACDC stuff left in the vault someplace. So uh, I wouldn't count on this being the last record. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. I'm Alan Cross.